everybody, and welcome to The Quill and Tankard, your favorite little pit stop right outside the great city of Old Town, where the Macers sit down, pound back a few brewskis, and today chat about the latest and first real Game of Thrones Season 7 trailer. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Michael, also known as Bookshelf Stud. I'm Joe Magician, also known as Matt. Hey, I'm Fat Walder. And I am Sam R, or Samuel, as you may know me from the latest Maester Monthly. And I'm another one of your hosts, Eliana, also known as Glass Table Girl. So, the trailer. <laughs> what did you think of it? I enjoyed the many shots of Littlefinger looking creepy. That was quite a motif. Yeah, they really brought back Creepy Finger. That was vintage Littlefinger. There was that one of him sort of standing in the shadows by himself behind a wall. That was really weird. He was just like up against the wall being like, Ooh, I'm by a wall. Hello. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he just thinks he's really cool. He's just like, just standing there on his own with his arms crossed, waiting for ladies to come up to him. Or he just, like he just really likes walls. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's gone further north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. He really into ice walls. Yes. Yes. To lean yes. against. We also got, else. We got, got yet another scene of Littlefinger uh, monologuing at Sansa while she stares into the middle distance, which are <laughs> some of my yeah. favorite scenes from the show. So uh, that scene is at like 53 seconds, and it's it's immediately after John, like standing at the head of the table, I guess at Winterfell, like looking out. And so it's like John looking out, and then immediately after that Sansa like with little finger over her shoulder staring back at him like you know in the cup, uh, so yeah right, yeah for right. reals that's but, uh, it was definitely setting up that opposition oh that's a good observation yeah. yeah yeah he's making drama I mean that's that's what he's doing right he's just trying to make them fight over nothing little finger yeah probably yeah yeah, yeah I mean, it's not talk. nothing it is like the throne of the north yeah, but I mean, it's her brother. I mean, it's not like it's an enemy. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he said all your brothers are dead because he's doing that thing again where he's like, oh, like trying to trick her into thinking that John's not her real brother or not trick her, Interest- but, you know, like seeing how this trailer and, you know, other season seven stuff is setting up like the Sansa John kind of rivalry with Littlefinger Stoke in the Flames. Because mm-hmm. when I first saw the season six finale, I misread it as uh, Sansa was triumphing over Littlefinger's you know, sneakiness by having John mm. get get the job. And I thought, oh, it's like a unity between siblings things. Everyone's going to be happy. John's going to be good later. Sansa's fine with it. But now right. it's like being played as a, now they're going to be rivals and Littlefinger's messing it up. And I don't know. It's, I guess it's typical Game of thrones intrigue, but I kind of like the stark unity misreading I had last year more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one thing that Game, that Game of Thrones usually does better than other shows is have people kind of communicate the way real people would like so many so many shows sort of rely on people having bad communication skills and not talking to each other well and I yeah. mean, for the most part song voice and fire either avoids that or george r, r. martin is just really good at hiding it and putting other things yeah. in the way but just there's having very, them clash that's you know yeah there's very few rom-com moments like when someone's caught on the act and they make no effort to explain themselves and the other person exactly. just walks away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Except for that time with the Vale army. <laughs> yeah. That, she probably should have mentioned that was happening. That's what like... I mean. <laughs> oh, so this was sarcasm the whole time. No, no, but, but I'm, like, I think they used to be really good at it. I, I get the feeling that as we move forwards with John and Sansa, they're making them really dumb at communication. Well, no, they had they had that conversation afterwards where John was like, "We need to talk," and I think he's specifically talking about like, "You were going to save my life. That would have been good information." Yeah, I 
Oh, I thought it was just because rom-com things, as we just established. Yeah, rom-com things. Rom-com things. We we just needed a sad indie music montage over it after uh, this point. John's hair goes over his eye. <laughs> he looks off into the distance. <laughs> there were a lot of maps in this trailer. Lots yeah. of maps. Yeah. More than yeah. previous trailers. I saw a comment uh, in the spoilers extended mega thread by one uh, G-O-T-A-W that said, Apparently, D&D felt they hadn't crapped on Stannis enough, so they had to posthumously map shame him. <laughs> <laughs> Make a better map. <laughs> I don't know. Can yeah. you get better than, than the uh, Dragonstone map? That one's like topographical, and apparently you can bang Melisandre on it. I mean, it's great. Oh, that's a good point. Very multi-purpose. A lot of perks. Everything yeah. is on from a map. Perks. I was going to say, I was actually, when I was watching the trailer, thinking about tables as the medium for maps and how sort of impractical that is um i mean great for planning campaigns and stuff but uh like they've got castles and things carved into it and it's like you know not all these things are forever uh that's a wall true. Yeah. yeah on the table when point. the wall comes down i mean like you know Someone's that table's gonna, gonna to... be obsolete Right. Do you think they know that yeah. in the story? Like Cersei's like, eh, don't don't put the map, in. don't put the wall in there. I mean, we all know that's done at the end of the season. <laughs> I'll be the honest, the, the map, maps. Cersei's map that she's standing on, I kind of, I don't know, like it has the same font as like the promotional materials on it. Yeah. Um, she, like the narrow sea is labeled the narrow sea the same way it is on, you know, like all the promotional materials. I don't know, that kind of took me out of it a little bit. What she should have done is gotten the book-specific Lands of Ice and Fire set, which is much there more accurate. Go. Yes. There we go. That would be great if she just had, like, all these posters hanging up, like a map <laughs> of Bravos and... Um, but that's actually a good point. This comes from, I think, the, mov- the movies about Elizabeth, um, where she has one of those things. She has an entire floor of maps, and they put the troops on top of it and move them all around in the castles and stuff. And it looks... Yeah, that's, that's much more practical than the Dragonstone one, which is kind of set in stone as it is. Oh, that's that's very good. Wow. That's a good pun. Yeah. Excellent. The mountain a has a tiny helmet in the new trailer. Does anyone have yeah. any thoughts on how ridiculous he looks? It definitely evoked Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> you just triggered Aaron. Do you like it more or do you like it less than the idea of the mountain with a, a helmet with a tiny fist? I, that's all I wanted from the show was the tiny fist helmet, and they won't give it to me. But this is close. This is close. This is close. Yeah. Him having look like he pulled a turtleneck sort of up over his up, up over his nose or whatever. Um, he kind of looks like the Juggernaut now. A little bit. Mm. A little bit. Or of course Shredder He's, from uh, Shredder's a good one. He does yeah. look like Shredder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand the crest that was on his chest. It kind of looks like a Celtic knot. I don't know what that is. Is that is that Cersei's symbol? I think it looks like Cersei's crown from the finale. Uh, he put she put her crown on his chest. Someone pointed that out in one of the threads, and I feel bad that I can't remember who it was, but um, uh, I'm pretty sure it's it Cersei's crown. He's he's Queen's guard now. So I don't know. It seems a bit over the top, even for Cersei. Make some armor. Put this crown on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, he yeah, actually Eliana. does look like a goomba from the super mario brothers movie from the like early 90s i have a different uh yeah yes he does well I'm, I'm gonna link you a picture of the goomba in case you've forgotten what he looks like oh i i know what he looks like all right good so i'm looking at a still right now of the mountain's armor and it seems as though yes there's a knot but if you look at it it seems as though there seems to be some sort of line crest, maybe, on his, like, shoulder pads. 
Maybe you didn't pay attention to shoulder pads because you missed out on the 80s. I also missed out ah. on the 80s, so I don't know what I'm saying. But <laughs> there's spikes coming from the middle of the knot. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And I guess they're supposed yeah. to resemble the Iron Throne. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's right. Maybe it's kind of an Iron Throne deal. It's like yeah. an Iron Throne plus um, some really great Photoshop brushes that Cersei found somewhere. Just <laughs> laid them on top of the armor. It's What's very the, intricate uh, and delicate. Yes. What's the timestamp on that? Um, like 2005? No, 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 no. <laughs> like- <laughs> One, well, a minute and 15 seconds. A minute and 15 Thank seconds. Thank you, because I couldn't oh, find Boomba Mountain. <laughs> That's not 2005. I thought you meant the aesthetic of all those, like, <laughs> swirly-ass paint, like, the swirly Photoshop brushes, like, you know, Three, yeah, that's that's accurate though. I mean, that's uh... fair enough. She's got you there. I felt like there was a really big Lannister presence in terms of the military. Like there were shots of men holding lion crest shields and Lannister guards in the throne room. Yeah, and, et cetera, et cetera. and even when the Unsullied are like stomping on people, it looks like Lannister soldiers to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Have they become the new stormtroopers? Oh my god. Whoa. Or the new red shirt, like literally red shirts. Yeah, because <laughs> it's hard to believe that they would look at Cersei and be like, yeah, this is who we should follow. I mean, just like on a personal level, what she's done and how bad she's been at her job, how are you still supporting her, even with Jamie there? It I'm might be entirely due to the aesthetics right? that she's promoting, like a new dress and Gregor's armor, yeah. But beyond that, like because of what she's mm-hmm. done at Baylor's set set like whether or not you agree with it and whether or not you think it's going to happen in the books there is to some extent maybe a parallel between something tywin would have done where he like floods the entire castle and kills everyone but this time it's fire instead oh maybe she's like weaponized an anti-religion you know group of people with the set burning down they took it as a big symbolic move yeah yeah like an inverse of the sparrows right yeah like sort of this Reactionary like badgers. class. Oh, or, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we back up, Eliana? Are you suggesting that badgers are the opposite of sparrows? <laughs> yeah, is that? Well, okay, I feel like this is fish. true. Maybe, maybe fish. <laughs> well, we're seeing the story from uh, a very different perspective. I mean, like the average Lannister guy on the ground might be fist pumping. It's like, yeah, she defeated all our enemies. Just like the rains and, and the tarpets. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's a good point. Nice job. Especially, like, people who are sort of maybe more middle class. Like, if the Sparrows were all these, like, poor serfs, basically. The, mm. the people who are one step up from that, like, professional soldiers. You know, and it, if, if we look at it from a class warfare sort of, you know, sure. analysis. Um, <laughs> you have, you know, like, the proletariat with the Sparrows. And then you have the, the lower level bourgeoisie, who are the Lannister soldiers, who... Uh, you know, are, are reacting to the rising of the proletariat. Um, what do you want to move on to next? Where is Arya going? Good question. Where is so Arya going? There's oh 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 wait, this was great. I thought of this. Okay. Um. So eighteen eighteen seconds in, it's Arya like with her cloak and her traveling gear, like on a horse, and it's a a girl mm-hmm. on a gray horse. Oh. Like, oh. Or like it was That's a, a, great a gray connection. girl on a dying yeah. horse. Anyway, but like it's the imagery. It's very Yeah. That's a good bookish. point. And then later on she's like in a blizzard or something. 
She seems colder later. Yeah. yeah, she's clearly in the snow, which means she's gone north of the neck. It's almost like that line where it's like when uh, the, the winter snows thaw or something, we will find your body with a needle between your fingers or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Mm. What John says to her in Game of Thrones. That's yeah. Right. So then like a minute and two seconds in, she's like building a fire and there's snow all around and she looks really cold. Yeah. But she has a question. Called- Why is she going north? All of her targets are south. So what is she doing? Right. Mm. I mean, like her targets She's are like Cersei home. and Illin Payne and uh, a bunch of Lannister cronies. Why is she going north after killing Walder Frey? Surely she'd be going after the rest of her list, right? Yeah, that, no, that's a good question, though. What is she going? What is she doing heading north? I mean, maybe she's just going home to Winterfell, but that suggests she's not interested in killing Cersei anymore. But she killed Walder Frey. I mean, yeah. Maybe in the clip where she's in the snow, Cersei is already dead. Oh. <gasps> Ooh. Maybe it's like a late season clip. Oh, that'd be tricky. Or is she not north and the snow has started in the south? Oh, also and also trying to couple as winter has come. Yeah. It has. Yeah. Also, the I'm just saying the horse she's riding is actually pretty fat, uh, which seems a little weird because it's, <laughs> you know. It is. You look at that horse, her legs can't really, like, it's it's a pretty chubby horse. But my question is, is it male or female? Yeah, exactly. I was going to ask the same thing. Hold on, let me scroll it's down important. to the shot of the horse's butt later on. Does it does it have blue or green eyes? <laughs> also a good question. How big are is the its name Renly? Are the does the horse have childbearing hips or very thin hips? I think the horse is an imposter. What does Jamie Lannister think of the hips? Thanks for all the backup on that one, guys. <laughs> Sorry. She also, uh, Arya also looks under a bed really weirdly. Like, what's what's going on there? What is that? And what does she find under there? She finds Jorah's arm sticking out of the wall in the next (gasps) shot. Are we sure that's Jorah? Oh, yeah. I guess we should talk about the arm at some point. Um, There's there's a comment in the um, extended mega thread by a user, Lynch47, referring to the arm going through the hole in the door that says, Hole in the door. Hold the door, Hodor. Hodor <gasps> returns in season seven confirms. <gasps> wow. With grayscale. Oh God, it's so brilliant. Um, yeah, I could believe that. I could believe Hodor returning, especially in terms of being like confronting Bran, look at what you've done. And also you'd that's be a true. very formidable zombie. I've also mm. heard speculation it's the Septa that Cersei's torturing. Mm. Someone said they recognized the uh, wood framework from the door in one of the threads. I don't unfortunately remember the name. I disagree with that, but that's a cool thought. Um, yeah, just like reaching out, like ah, help me. Help what me. we need to do is we need to zoom in on this hand and get a fingerprint <gasps> compared to True. the other fingerprints that we have seen throughout the series. So actually, Can we get some red arrows and uh, circles. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's all you need. I think I think it's Jorah because you can see that sleeve coming down, and that's his sort of his shirt, which he wears. Um, his only shirt. Is there his... a blue scarf too? I bet. I bet there is a blue scarf. So why why is he locked up? Where is he? Is he unarmed? Uh, ah. Ah. Mm. Uh. But the last we saw, he was going off with... Um, no, he wasn't off with Dario. He was just going Scratch off on that. What, what was the last thing he was doing? The he last was thing going he to did... get his cure so he could come back to his Khaleesi. Right. Danny was like, go find a cure for yourself. So he's, so he's found himself bastard. locked up in a room somewhere? Like, what's going on there? How did he get there? Maybe it's like a tiny guillotine. 
Oh god! <laughs> He's about to get his hand to cut off his arm. French Revolution. A... You know what I'm saying? No, it could be treatment, like stick your arm in the hole and get irradiated, kind of thing. I don't know. Sure. Are you gonna burn it off with dragon fire? Ooh, there you go. Oh, that'd be I cool. Mean, maybe, maybe he's quarantined, oh. as people do with sick folks. Uh, yeah, like mm. a leper, locked away. Uh, because Grayscale's literally inspired by leprosy. That's a great point. You would think yes, if is. he were being quarantined, though, that they wouldn't give him a little hole that he could stick his infected body part out of. Very it's good a bad point. Quarantine. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Just like how, okay, so early on in the trailer, Cersei's rattling off her enemies, right? She's, you know, north, sure. south, east, west. For the south, it's someone sharpening a blade. Who is sharpening what blade? That's got to be uh, one of the sand snakes. You think right? so? So I, I, I think it looks like a man's hand. Maybe that's, you know, maybe Ooh, Ario? Barking up the Ario Hota? Oh, no, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> where, I'm, where I'm going with this, I'm going somewhere, is... I think Quentin has been a character oh. all along, and <laughs> it's him sharpening his blade, getting ready to re-enter the fray. Uh, I thought you were going to say Dark Star, and I was way more excited about oh, that. Oh, that's better. That's that's good too. I like Dark Star. So, who are Cersei's enemies to the west? Then to the west, uh, that's Euron's ship for sure. Okay. Um, I and also you might notice when you look at that ship, it has like big sort of sails coming off the sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think Euron has made a ship look like a dragon and is going to try oh. and trick Danny into thinking that he has a dragon uh, by flapping the wings mm. on the ship very hard. Is that a dragon? Yeah. Is that the ship made out of all of those trees from the Iron Islands? <laughs> yes. That's actually <laughs> yes. very. When, when he said, let's build a thousand ships so I can kill my nephew and, and niece, um, what he meant was, let's, let's go build a dead. fake dragon. A mummer's like dragon? Troy, like the Trojan dragon. The Trojan <laughs> Dargon. I think that came from a different Oh my source god, this is amazing. Troy. Although, David oh, David Benioff or D.B. Weiss, I can't remember which one, wrote the screenplay for Troy. So It's Benioff, yeah. D.B. Yeah. is a hack, but Benioff's actually right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that. No, did. Please. I like Troy. That was a good movie. So we... we Mentioning the Ironborn and Euron's mm-hmm. ship, uh, there's a couple other Ironborn in this trailer. Uh, uh, yeah, the first, of course, yeah. being being Theon, who uh, oh yes, is on some sort of exploding ship. It looks like yeah, uh, there's fire everywhere. Around yeah, burning embers. Now I'm I'm gonna drop a a hot and juicy um uh, reveal on you guys, but Ugh. I went frame by frame with a magnifying <laughs> glass and. Uh, on one of the she on one of the shields on the people on that fiery ship is a big red eye, um, so that Euron definitely Euron, I think. So you think there's a Ironborn rebellion? Well, I think there's some sort of naval battle at least because if Theon's on a ship, and if Theon's on that ship that's burning, and he's watching like Euron's guys pour onto the deck, do you think that Theon is going to take the role of Euron from? Oh, that would be dark as hell. My poor boy. <laughs> if they have another Greyjoy Rebellion, I'm just wondering what they'd name it. Like, would it be the Greyjoy Rebellion 2.0? Or <laughs> yes. Greyjoy Rebellion Strikes Back? <laughs> the even more Greyjoy Rebellion. The Return of Joy the Squid. Rebellion. 
the Slate Rebellion. It's so yes. Greyjoy Rebellion yes. Revengeance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was that was a good game. Don't, don't hate on the Revengeance. <laughs> I'm glad you also liked it. I liked Revengeance. Uh, and then there's the uh, the second appearance of the Greyjoys. Uh, what happened? Yeah, so we were we were watching it, and people were like, "Who are the people kissing and making out?" It's like there's a Grey Worm. Yeah, and yeah. Cindy, oh, and then yeah. and then it's like immediately after that, it's like, "Oh, who is that? Is that Sansa and John? No, yes, I also it's thought Yara. No. It's Yara and Ilaria, because what we need is I don't know. <laughs> It's like a Mad Libs of words. Game of Thrones. It's like, who will make out this time? Pick two random names. It's like, so we've already established the whole Yara lesbianism because she's more manly than Theon, right? Like, Yes, they have established now. that. Yes. And now we have Alaria, like, men can't get stuff done, so me and my sand snakes are going to kill everybody and take over. And apparently now the men are so weak that they just have to make out with each other i'm just saying in the brothel in season four they established that alaria is into all types they had that's that scene where oberyn and alaria are just like like admiring every ass in the room no matter whom it is attached to dnd have definitely been consistent with alaria's characterization Very, <laughs> yes this is true they foreshadowed everything perfectly leading up to this moment yeah this is just same with yara Les- yeah it's lesbian fetishism. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Is there really any point for the two of them to be doing this? Well, we know that Dorne and the Iron... Or not the Ironborn. Dorne and Theon and Yara are sailing with Danny. Right. So that's, you're on a ship. That's that it, I guess. They're just, they're just like in proximity. I'm just so... saying, even Sam lost his virginity on a ship. So lots of things can happen on a ship, you know? Um, Not in the show. In the show, he lost out it in the barracks. Out on the open waters. Is it because where anything it's, a, can happen? it's a ship? Oh, they're <laughs> shipping. Uh, are they, are they on a boat in that? I, I see some timbers in the background. I think they're on yeah, a boat. Right? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're on a boat. It's my timber-related guess. Someone, uh, Joanna Robinson of Vanity Fair on Twitter, she um, suggested that maybe... Missandei, the Missandei and Grey Worm scene and the Ilaria and Yara scene are happening at the same time before some sort of battle as Danny just says to her her followers, uh, you know, this might be it, guys. Uh, do them if you got them. And it's everybody sort of <laughs> going for the one night stand. Um, Which, yeah. so if they, if they played uh, Love the One You're With by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young over top Which of exists. a montage of Team Targaryen just getting it on with everybody in sight, that would save sure. the show, I think. But at least, like, Masandi and Grey Worm has been, like, set up. Like, I... Wh- why would you possibly have these two characters making out? Because girl power! <laughs> That's why? Just girl power? The same power? reason Mount girl Everest power. is climbed. <laughs> Just yes. to see if they can? <laughs> because it's there. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't mind them having, like, same-sex couple scenes. I just would like for it to have more depth, but I guess that's not, that's like asking for a lot, considering that a lot of the uh, different sex uh, scenes don't, but... Yeah. 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 The mechanics of the Grey Worm and Miss Sandy scene, I'm really intrigued how that's going to be handled. <laughs> how, how, how is this going to work? How is this going to be shot? And see, yeah, the thing is, like, I, I'm not that concerned about in in real life how that would work. Like, that's, you know, 
whatever, people can figure that out. It's how D&D have chosen to write and film that scene that, uh, yeah. It's been set up for years, too. They've been setting up their romance for, like, two seasons now, I think. At it's, least, yeah. Yeah. Which, honestly, I, I'm more of a fan of that romance plot, because I think the show could use, like, a healthy romance between two characters that is not solely about titillation. But I mean, it's maybe, sweet. maybe that's what we'll get with Yara and Ilaria. Hmm. Well, they set this up uh, early on in Marine, where they had the um, the uh, the Unsullied going to the the prostitutes mm. in order to like be cuddled. Yeah, like mm. maybe it will just be. I mean, they've set it up in the trailer to be exciting, but maybe it's literally as tame as that. Mm. Why are they I getting find naked then? To be very sexual, Matt. So don't. Call I know it tame. Well, naked cuddling tame, right? is still a thing. Yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty tame compared to what they're at. What uh, other sex we've seen? But in the screenshot thread. Uh, there's a comment by user PHW underscore III saying, Danny putting her hand down on the beach is exactly what Henry VI did when he landed in England at the end of the oh. War of the Roses before going on to take the throne. That is a great connection. Yeah. Well done, person. Bravo. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then we're looking at Dragonstone. There's, um, there's a lot more vegetation than the last time we were there. Yeah, well. There's a... Uh, Quite a lot of grass going. It's all gone to seed since since Stannis left. He used to mow the lawn every Sunday, <laughs> um, but <laughs> grinding his teeth. But yeah, this is calling back what we saw in the first trailer, where Danny is um, very definitely going Aegon the Conqueror. She, the little girl from uh, what we saw in the first season, is now totally gone. She's full conqueror. She's ready with the dragons. She's ready to invade, and she's got her throne. This is happening. The show itself has kind of blossomed too from like little scared girl to big tough woman in the mm-hmm. uh, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> the dragon CGI is just so good now compared to season one's finale. It is very oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. I do think that's interesting though like the line that they have her say she's like I was born She was born to rule Westeros. Was that it? She was born in the she was born ready of her 27th year. Like, which is interesting because when she was born, wasn't she like yeah, third in line? Yeah, exactly. She says, I was born to rule Westeros, but yeah, um, she was born third in line. So no, she was not. And she was a woman, which means she was always going to be last based on like well, the form of primogeniture. Kind of. She was always going to be last based on the form of primogeniture that like the Targaryens adopted. Um, if Rhaegar and his children had survived, so then it goes Rhaegar, Aegon, no, Rhaegar, <laughs> Aegon, Viserys, Rhaenys, Daenerys. She was... But Valyrians were, were gender equal with that. She could, they could always claim that if they wanted to. No, they could they always weren't. go back to that legal not, precedent. Not anymore, no, they though. weren't. After the, the Dance the of the Dragons, the Dance of the Dragons established that women... Female claimants always come after all male claimants. That was the whole point. Right, but they could they could go back because they're the dragon lords. They could do whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess granted, not. if she has dragons, she could. But like at the time she was yeah. born, she would. That's you know, true. Be, That's a good point. Be far back. Yeah, she was maybe stiff. the show's prequel, Dance of the Dragons, could have a different ending where. Oh, sure. That's uh, not uh, the princess and the queen. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh, sweet princess Shireen already revealed the end of that. In one of her uh, final scenes, in season five, um, I so can say th- that they actually burned her for spoiling the HBO spinoff show. That was why they <laughs> set fire to Princess Shireen. 
Um, Can't ruin that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I think that shows a lot about Danny. It, yeah, it shows a lot about Danny to think that, A, you know, she was technically fifth in line. And for her to think then, it really shows that she's adopted this idea, true or not, of destiny, of mm-hmm. her being the one to reclaim Westeros and thinking herself in some ways as Aegon the Conqueror reborn. Do you think that she's talked to Melisandre before she said that line? Wow, I did not think that, but now I'm going to think about it. Melisandre, we we saw her looking down on what appears to be Dragonstone. Yep. If she's met Danny, convinced her that she's Azor High. I mean, she's very successful with Stannis. Did she do it with Danny too? Oh, is that what I was looking at? I wasn't sure what I was looking at. Did she um, do it with Danny? Like, That's, That's the, the real question. Wall of it, China, it, but not the Great Wall it of appears China. to be Dragon. Yeah, it appears to be Dragonstone when you look at Tyrion uh, on a similar cliff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It appears Melisandre found her way there. If she's uh, she's already encountered the Red Priestess from um, from Marine, Melisandre reinforcing it, she might really believe she's Azor High coming again now. I mean, if I think from so, a, what's like, yeah. easy for Melisandre to get back? She's been to Dragonstone before. Once you've been to a city before, you can just use Fly to get back. That's like how it works, Matt. Oh my god, you're so that's right. That's a great she has point. Pidgeot. That's, that's, that's a Pokemon reference. That is a po- Pokemon. Sorry. Mel empowering Danny in such a way would also, like, in a meta way, fit into the map shaming and all the other Stannis shaming that D&D like to engage in uh, post-Stannis' death. I was going to say, what's going on with Mel there, then? Because she's like, Stannis is Azor High, like, this is the guy. And then, okay, so then Stannis dies... And she resurrects John, right? And she's yes. like, oh, hey, John, you're the one. And then they, like, kick her out for burning Shireen. And so what, she's just going to go to Danny now and be like, hey, guess what? You're the one. It's like at some point she's going to lose credibility, <laughs> right? I mean, or does she really think that Danny's well, the one because Danny has dragons? It's like, but you just resurrected John. I think she's heading back to Dragonstone because it's, like, she doesn't know Westeros. I mean, she's a foreigner. Where else is she going to sure. go, you know? She might as well just go back to Dragonstone and, and camp out with the sweet dragons. I'm imagining that when Dran- when Danny and company land there, Mel has been there for, like, several months and has, like, not shaved in a while and sort of, you know, let herself go a little bit. And there's empty pizza boxes all over Dragonstone. And oh, she terrible. might be responsible for the changed vegetation. Oh, there we go. You're right. Yeah. Well, after, even if, well, she probably doesn't know that John's parentage... But she can go to Danny and say, like, I could bring people back to life. I did it. That is a That's, good asset. That is a very good selling point for you as an advisor. I'm yeah. going to say that in my job interviews when I when I look for a job. You can bring people back to life. Yeah. That's a great positive as yeah. a person. <laughs> What's your greatest weakness? Well, sometimes I bring people back to life accidentally. Sometimes sometimes I burn children, but it's for the greater good because it gets rid of the snow. <laughs> true. So that we can very true. win the battle. <laughs> uh so so uh any insights on the table when Danny's standing at the table at the head of Dragonstone there looking at the pieces on the map? Well, I think that it's the same scene as when later on in the trailer someone knocks over the lion piece. I think that's Tyrion knocking over that lion piece, and I think that's the same scene as him and Danny standing over the map. Nice. He's plotting against his sister. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, even though Tyrion is finally featured in this one after being absent from the first trailer, he really doesn't have a lot to do. 
I mean, he's on the cliff and he's at that scene with uh, like the map. Tyrion's not doing a lot in this one. Um, he's standing at the head of the table and he's sort of standing on a cliff. And this is one of their major characters and they haven't really shown what he's doing yet. Yeah. He's, he's very quiet in this trailer. Some sort of quiet lion. Oh. <gasps> maybe Ham fast. Maybe Danny cut his tongue out. Whoa. Uh, That'd be crazy. It would be a little dumb because she just made him her hand, but that's, you know. <laughs> well, she made him her hand, not her mouth. So, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, who else is playing a minor role or no role in the trailer? There's no Bran. No Bran's Bran. missing entirely. Bran yeah. is everywhere. Uh, He's inside all our hearts. No um, Brienne. No Brienne. Brienne's missing, yeah. No Sandor. Sam's gone. No not Sam. the Sam, the other Sam. Jamie. Jamie is not very prominent in the trailer either. You see him standing next to Cersei like Tyrion is standing next to Danny. That's a great point. That's true. It seems a reversal of his Riverlands plot. He's gone to being subservient after trying to escape. It's like he and Tyrion are both the wartime consiglieries to their respective godfathers, godmothers. The Ned father? The Around. Ned father. 115 to 118 in the trailer there's a shot of what looks to be the winterfell crypts and a very hostile john mm. slamming little finger against a wall mm. yes and and it looks like liana is the statue behind them could this be a very thematically tight reveal of arpus l equals j by little finger of all people to john God, i would so uh. angry if little finger was the- oh man I mean, do you remember how mad people were when he when he did Sandor's origin story back in season one? I was one of the mad people. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> I, could you? I, I can't imagine if Littlefinger is going to be the guy to reveal R plus L equals J. But I, he I, has I, hinted he knows. I, yeah, at least a little. That's what I was thinking. Last yeah. or season five was it with Sansa when he's in the crypts? In the crypts, yeah. And he, the look he gave her. You know, he yeah. also has been making a big point about how John is not Sansa's real brother. Mm. Which in this trailer he said that. Yeah, which I mean, we all just I think took to be him plotting against John. But what if he's being literal? What if he's like telling Sansa, John is literally not your brother. <laughs> he's literally your cousin. This is as straightforward as he can get. Is to just yeah, this keep is- <laughs> hinting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't even really see where that gets him. I mean, just to get Sansa the queen in the north, what does that do for Littlefinger at this point? Well, why would he even reveal this if he had it? Obviously, she would be so grateful she would marry him. Um, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wants to get laid by Sansa. That's true. He he wants to get. This is a lot to do to lay Sansa. Sansa. I mean, yeah, because last <laughs> season he told her about his little Crayola drawing or whatever about the two of them on the Iron Throne. Um, that's how I remember it going down, too, because that's the only way I remember that scene going down. I don't remember how that came down. Because I only remember the Crayola drawing. Same. It's close. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but what could have Little Singer have even said that would have made John that upset when they're in the crypts? What could he have said? Uh, I don't know. John is such a hothead. He just gets angry at yeah, everybody. That's true. I bet he said something like, they didn't have the budget for your wolf this season, John. (laughs) I will kill. Yeah, see? That makes you angry. Cat had excellent judgment and you're nothing but a bastard. (laughs) Sorry. That seems like a lot for John to get physical over. What if if Littlefinger leans in and he whispers, you know, like, I I, I know exactly who should be the ruler in the north. And John's like, who? who?" Littlefinger (laughs) says, 
Me. Your sister. Uh. <laughs> your cousin. But, but your we've cousin. already established yeah. his cousin. Yeah. We also get an interesting scene of John, what appears to be running with uh, Tormund. Yeah, actually, if you, um, if you freeze frame on that, yeah. it looks like Tormund is trying to like catch him because John stole his lunch or something. Um, something like that. Yeah. Uh, a good post in the official trailer uh, thread from Sparky IS007 where he's wondering if this is John going to find Bran. If he somehow got word that Bran is still alive, would he'd probably go and try and save him, right? I mean, he did the same for Rickon. That's true. In fact, Bran, doesn't he know? I mean, Sam told him at one point, uh, right? When he, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, John already knows that Bran's there north of the wall. So maybe, with, But if he can get to him. Yeah, maybe newly resurrected John, now that he couldn't save Rickon, maybe he's like, you know... I'm going to go find my other brother because I know he's still alive for shizzle. Although why would Tormund be pissed about that? Because the last time it was a trap. <laughs> That's a good point. What about uh, Benjen? Oh, is he in contact with Benjen then? Yeah, that's true. Benjen just sort of wandered away last episode, last season, didn't he? Like a Navy SEAL going to get the uh, others. <laughs> Maybe he's heard wind that there's a wooden post up north of the wall that says Benjen on it. That he needs to <laughs> go investigate. But it's it's a very good question. Why would John leave Winterfell and go chasing on just not on horseback through some random pass? I mean, that seems to be a big development for his character. Why wouldn't he choose seeing. a? Why wouldn't he get a fat horse like Ayers? Yeah, exactly. Fat horses are where it's at. Exactly. It's winter. You need the fattest horse you can get. You're right. So so there's like a bunch of, it looks like, where it looks like wildlings running out. Yeah. Yeah. What's the gate? There's a gate in snow. Is that possibly related to the wall or is it Winterfell? There's like or a portcullis. It looks like. It looks like a gate in the wall because the outside of it, there's all, it looks like there's a, the giant ice wall right next to it. Yeah I, yeah, I can see that. That's what I thought. Um, so, and then there's also the ring of, of fighters on the snow. Yes, yes. that too. Like they're What's backing up to each other to like defend. Well, we saw in, um, in the Battle of the Bastards that John challenged Ramsay to single combat. Maybe he's dumb enough to try with the Night's King. He is very dumb. Comment by user Vaisin Roddy spelled, and they say, in the scene where there is a circle of persons in the snow, the one on the right seems to have something like an axe or a warhammer, so they speculate it could be Gendry <gasps> with a Robert-like warhammer um, in, nice. that, in that circle. So That would be dope. That's the other thing. We're, we're well, where is with, Gendry, uh, anyway? Yeah, we keep playing with the idea that um, the snow means it's in the north. We don't. By the end of the series, the entire continent could be in snow. We don't really know yeah, where any of these characters are. That's a good point. They could be a white harbor for all we know. Or they could be even south of the neck, depending on how much of a time skip they end up doing. I mean, at the end of uh, A Dance with Dragons, snow's already falling in King's Landing. If we're catching up to that, surely that's going to be coming soon. Probably, and don't call me Shirley. Uh, 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 I, I got Leslie Nielsen. I never get to use that in real life. You finally got it. Still it still isn't real life. We're on the internet. Eh, it's close uh, to real. I'm Was there mad. any other? I keep just catching characters? scenes of like the Lannister soldiers getting their asses kicked. Oh, we could talk about the battles we see. 
What do you guys think? Is that place with the Lannister logo on it King's Landing or Casterly Rock? Because I've heard people suggest both oh, in the threads. Um, when you say both, do you mean like at once or <laughs> like this time <laughs> the same person both? hedging their bets on uh, on King's Landing? No, I mean you know I've seen some people say, oh well, obviously it's King's Landing because it's the Lannisters, and some other people going, well, no, that doesn't look anything like King's Landing. I don't, I don't, I don't think it can be Casterly Rock because I don't know how the Death Rocky would get to the western side of the continent or the island. Well, it they has sailed. to be because their names are Doth Rocky, and they would have to go to Casterly Rock. Oh my God! Is that really your explanation <laughs> for like, how they get there? Their like, names sound the same. That's my explanation. Doth Rock. Aaron pointed out to me that uh, season six, Dario suggested they go around Casterly Rock. That seems like a long way to go. So if the Lannister symbol place is Casterly Rock, then that means that the um, Unsullied are there killing Lannister soldiers. Is this before or after they take on Cersei and King's Landing? It's had to be after, right? Take on Could be before, Cersei. then it's like, screw you, Cersei, we have Casterly Rock. Take on Cersei. Does Tyrion really <laughs> think he can rule Cashley Rock by killing Lannister soldiers? That seems like a terrible plan. You know, it's worked for everyone else in his family, so <laughs> I don't see why he would think otherwise. If they have to, yeah, ret- n- if they have to yeah. retreat on their boats, would they have to take the Kelly Sea? Wow, the Kelly Sea! Oh, oh my. Oh, <laughs> I just got a These... tiny glimpse of Brienne. What? What? Where? She's at fifty seconds. She's sitting in in Winterfell. She's sitting in Winterfell at fifty seconds, and John is like looking over his shoulder, and um, Sansa and Brienne are like sitting in the background. Are you serious? Oh my god, that is her. Oh, you're right. Wow. Look at you. What a scoop. That goes on the subreddit immediately. That is a Fat Walda exclusive. That puts the pH in Fat Walda. Is that a ba- acid or base? No, you know, like fat, like pe- and then- uh, uh, sh- uh <laughs> I'm too much of a liberal arts major to catch on quickly. Yeah, that's that's really impressive. Fifty seconds. Fat Walda spotted it first. Brienne under a chandelier. Um, you heard it here first. Smash that MF and like button. <laughs> does that mean Brienne's story is basically done if she's just kind of hanging out in Winterfell do you think I mean so there's that scene where John and Tormund are running around do you think she's with John and Tormund well if she's hanging out with Sansa we don't doesn't seem to be um, seems to be loyal to her not John. yeah yes well because Brienne pledged her loyalty to Kat and thus to Sansa and Arya yeah that's true so how many battles are we going to see? Oh, Field of Fire. That's one we should hit. Yeah, right, I mean, right at the end, that looks like some sort of battle happening, right? Uh, we see Drogon over the uh, cavalry. That seems like a recreation of the Field of Fire from uh, Westeros history. Right, and earlier on in the trailer, you see the Dothraki sort of um, riding through and slaughtering. It looks like Lannister soldiers because apparently, again, these are the stormtroopers of the... Yes. Um, yeah. There's They're guys in red tunics so i'm assuming <laughs> it's dothraki's killing the crap out of lannisters i think so 
Uh, there's also there's also someone very big missing from the store from the trailer. The others, they are ah, absent. Excellent point. Right, the others, and they're in the other trailer. Just at the end, I mean, we have Davos talking about it. This in this one where he says, "Who cares? She sits on the Iron Throne. We're all dead." If we don't put aside That's... our enmities. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. There'll be a skeleton sitting on the iron throne, whatever he says. They're clearly going to be the one of the major plots of this entire season, and they're missing entirely everything about them. See, I'm not convinced they're going to be that major this season. I think this season. You don't think so? I think this season's going to be mostly southward facing, and then it'll end with the others just annihilating the wall and showing up and being like, "What's up, bitches? Like, we're back." But that's a pretty big plot um, to not even tease at all. Yeah, but then all of season eight will be the others. That's what I'm thinking. Is that you know this season will be like sort of these these mundane wars, and I'm sure. I mean, given that John and Tormund look like they're in some snowy place, maybe that you know there'll be some other stuff. But I I think the brunt of the other plot is going to come in season eight. I disagree because okay. the poster. The poster that was released two days before the trailer is a close-up slash super dramatic yes. image of the Night King. Right, McCumber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever since that trailer that had the dragon flying over King's Landing, then it seriously all was just a dream. I try to separate the marketing hype from the... Mm, you know, yeah. in terms of the posters and that, I think it can be a different positioning than what we actually get in the trailers and then in the actual episodes. But if we look back at the first trailer they teased four characters and one of them the knights is the knight's king they show the other three in this one heavily they're missing him that seems mm. like a big omission yeah it's almost like like they're making you feel his presence just by his absence you know what i mean wow that's mm. so deep that's a good marketing point thank you but we really do, we don't have anyone north of the wall anymore i mean everyone's come south right except for brand well, let's hope so I, I really do think there are people heading north. Well, maybe there won't be a wall much longer, so it doesn't matter. Ooh. Ooh. Final episode, wall comes tumbling down. That Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Think that's of the social commentary. Oh. About the Berlin Wall. It'd be amazing. That's yeah, beautiful. So yeah, what if the others don't actually bring down the wall, but rather add to it? Like, like make it even <laughs> like, taller. Finally, we got you out of here. Well, uh, maybe you're on. Well, it's actually that's actually a good question. Um, are they just basically gonna? Are they basically gonna just like leave him out of this series? Um, I mean, this season, uh, these first few trailers, not a lot going on with him. Yeah, I honestly, I don't think Euron is gonna be anything other than like a thug in in Game of Thrones. Think he's gonna be the new Ramsay. Well, you say that he's not in it, but there's an awful lot of uh, burning ships. True. There's yeah. people falling into the water. I mean, you see the image of presumably his ship at the beginning of it. Yeah, with the wings. true. Mm-hmm. With the wings. So. Yeah. And then the speculation that he's going to team up with Cersei. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's been speculated a lot. And if, if if he is teaming up with Cersei, you would you would think that maybe they don't want to show that in the trailer as much. You know, maybe, maybe that's... Too good of a twist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't see him as being anything other than basically like a, a mini boss in in this <laughs> i mean i in the books i think it'll be a little different but in the show i just i don't know that they have the room to introduce and make him interesting and make him scary and then defeat him well we still have sam's uh pov in the citadel there's still time for them if they want to do Euron invading the citadel there's got to be something going on there yeah they're not going to have him sitting there reading books for the entire season <laughs> he also has heart's bane i mean randall tarley's going to come for that mm. Good point. 
Wow, well, that was, I mean, we managed to, our ratio of discussion minutes <laughs> to minutes of trailer footage is just out of this world. Um, <laughs> I think we should all be very proud of how, how much we've generated content-wise. Yeah, so, I mean, that was quite a trailer. Do you think we're going to get another one, guys? Last question. Do you think we're getting another trailer before the show ends? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yep. That's right. So we will be back with the next trailer for a follow-up Quill and Tankard. Hopefully with more random lesbian hookups. Hey, I mean, <laughs> if only. If only. Uh, I have been one of your hosts, Bookshelf Stud, a.k.a. Michael. And I've been another one of your hosts, Eliana, a.k.a. Glass Table Girl. I've been Joe Magician, a.k.a. Matt. I've been Fat Walda. I've been hyphen Sam hyphen R hyphen, a.k.a. Samuel. Thank you everyone for listening and uh, uh, enjoy your evening at the Quill and Tankard. Mm-hmm.